I hate hearing my own voice. Yeah, no, it's awful. It's awful. Oh, I, I have to listen to my own voice and like, I'm like, uh, why do people talk I know. to me? Sometimes I'm sitting there going, oh God, shut up, Melanie. Shut up. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we hide our checkered pasts from our loved ones. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. I'm Josh. I'm Melanie. What are we all drinking tonight? So I'm drinking a pumpkin ale because it's October. It is called Howling Gourds Pumpkin Ale. Ooh. And it's delicious. Ooh. By the way. Sounds sounds. I got myself a can of that limited release uh, nitro cold brew pumpkin. It's in the fridge. I'm saving it for a special day. That was gonna ask. I was gonna ask what it was because that was two weeks ago and I forgot. Yes, and I was I'll send you guys a picture like, later. But I got some so and I'm saving it. <laughs> yes, please do. I'm saving it for a special day. Awesome. Well, I'm drinking right here behind me a Coca Cola Classic. Believe it or not, is there rum in it? This is the third week in a row. No, I just, I think I just, I she think my liver needs Vegas, a break bro. from last week. I mean, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes bro. it happens. You need a little break. <laughs> I went to bed at three, four, five o'clock in the morning and then got up the next day at like 11 a.m. every That's day a true to vacation. go do stuff. I've, I've, yeah. I've been doing that. I've I'm, been doing yes, that I'm with all old, these Red Sox games uh, in the playoffs right now because the games go late. So I'm up until the middle of the night. Yeah. They do, but go well. um, I'm drinking bourbon, but it's a little bit celebratory today because uh, I've been helping a friend with a out in California that on a supplement business, nutritional supplements, doing marketing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And the website launched today, and uh, I've been cool. officially listed on the team as a business consultant and given a link so that anyone that purchases through my link, I actually make money off of that. So. Okay, nice. I'll, cool. I'll throw that link up somewhere in case people want to get some nutritional yeah, supplements. Yeah, you should do that. And, uh, you should do that. Yeah. Cool. And a, li- a little shout out to Morgan Fairchild and her recovery from uh, her hip replacement surgeries. Oh, she's okay. going to be well enough. She's going to be well enough to join um, Josh Henderson at. Um, ooh, that's not good. At the Chiller Theater event in uh, New Jersey. So he's still doing that. He is as still on the still on the moment. roster as of now. As is okay. uh, Mario De La Casa uh, is okay. on the roster as well, and Morgan Fairchild will be there. So, a little shout out to all of them for their upcoming appearance. And Melanie, what are you drinking? Oh, I have. Oh, I, th- uh, well. <laughs> I, th- I thought she already oh. said what she was drinking, but I guess not. No, uh, no she didn't. I'm sorry, I said I, I, I got a can of the stuff that Mary had been talking oh, about. Yet. Oh, okay. This is uh, okay. incendiary brewing, uh, the Death to Kettle Sour series called Purple Rain. Any is cool. it any I affiliation like with Prince? I think that's why they named it Purple Rain. Uh. Purple Rain. Now that you already said this a couple of times, and it's on our uh, Facebook page now, but just want to go ahead and say the thing about Chicago. I know this episode probably won't be out by the time. No, it probably will be out by the time we get it. If I can get editing, hopefully it will be out by then. But uh, the but you said it on the last couple of ones. The Days of the Dead convention in Chicago at the Crown Plaza. 
O'Hare is um, going to, uh, Priscilla Presley is going to be there. So we, uh, Sarah and Josh and I are going to be there and we are going to have a meetup with any fans that might be around and want to hang out. So just message us either through Instagram or Facebook or our email address, which is theewingbbq at gmail.com. Let us know and we'll, we'll send you the deets. And look for us in our Ewing Barbecue Podcast t-shirts. That way you'll be easy, we'll be easy to find. Very true. And I think the party right. are, are planning to hang out Saturday, that Saturday night, November 20th. So get a hold of us. We'll go yes. drink some bourbon. Seven days before my birthday. Maybe, maybe we'll We will celebrate Sarah's Sarah. birthday. And on the off chance that Priscilla Presley is listening, you're invited as well. You're totes invited. Come on, girl. Alice Cooper is going to be there. He was just announced this week. Uh, Kathleen Turner is also going to be there. Really? Uh, In a sick way, I'm excited about that. (laughs) Okay. Um, I saw someone else. Was it Roy Scheider was going to be there? Louis Gossett Jr.? Um... Danny Glover has canceled. Uh, yeah. Danny Pintaro from Who's the Boss and Cujo is going to be there. Wait a second. Uh, I'm trying to remember these off the top oh, of my head. Billy Zane. That's who I was excited about. Oh, my God. Billy Zane. <laughs> Billy Zane. Hold on. I, now I gonna... know him as, like, the guy um, who's oh, a cow in Titanic. that's where I know him from. Titanic, yes. And he was also yes. in Twin Peaks. He was John Justice Wheeler in Twin Peaks. <laughs> Yes, he was. And in Back to the Future. He's in Back to the Future. Yes. I also, also, you mentioned South Fork. I just wanted to address the the rumor that turned up last week uh, because somebody on a forum posted a thread they thought would be cute uh, saying South Fork destroyed when it was really a reference to a puzzle of South Fork Ranch that they had that they destroyed and were going to rebuild. And I know, I was it, that. rumors went around that South Fork was closing and being demolished, and that is not happening. Not, not, not Thank happening. Thank God. Thank God. But on that note, any, anyone that knows how to go about getting South Fork uh, declared a historic landmark, uh, let us know. <laughs> I'm really surprised it isn't by now. I feel like that's probably a state of Texas thing. So we need someone who like lives in Texas to like head this up. Mm-hmm. Sheree Wilson, are you out there? You live in Texas. Please look into that. <laughs> oh, and I would like to thank our Patreon members, Anita and Kristen. Thank you for sponsoring us. Speaking of uh, drinking and stuff, uh, I think a new addition to our drinking game should be anytime Miss Ellie... Uh, breaks up a business discussion during cocktail hour by saying, let's all go into dinner. We, yes. People have yes, to drink. Yes. I, that's really good. And I'm going to write that down. Or we could do every time Mitch acts like a baby, baby brat. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. Damn it, Mitch. Every time Mitch acts like a little bitch. I didn't say yeah. that. Is it just is it just like breaking up an argument or specifically breaking up an argument by saying let's go to dinner? Let's go into dinner because she said that in the past couple of episodes. She's like, all right, all right, let's go on into dinner now. Because we could yeah. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> okay, she has. She, she it's the thing. 
What do you guys think about t-shirts that have the drinking game on it? Oh, yeah. Like all the stuff like on the back and on then the back. like a little logo. Like, the front just yeah. like, if you want to yes. drink with me. And I was era, thinking, because I've been trying to think of merch ideas and I was like, what if I did that? All right. Tonight, we are talking about season four, episode nine, The Prodigal Mother. Why don't you just write it off, Bobby? Write Ewing 23 off. Daddy, no matter what it costs to get it produced again, it's worth it. The potential yield on Ewing 23 is 30 or 40 million dollars. What I want is for you to slow down. And that's what the bank wants also. I could transfer 12 million from Ewing accounts right now. My daddy's gonna be looking for 10 million dollars in liquid capital pretty soon. What do you think is gonna happen when he takes that money? I don't know. Yeah, I do. It was written by ooh, David Paulson, directed by Irving J. Moore, and aired on January second, nineteen eighty-one. We're in nineteen eighty-one. Woo! Okay, and this episode was number one for the week with a rating Hell of yeah. thirty-six point one. It was the first episode written by David Paulson, who wrote 45 episodes between seasons uh, four through eight. I'm doing the math here. And okay. 10 and 11, because the book is different. The DVD seasons, he also which we are going by. Yeah. He also directed four episodes, making him the only person besides Leonard Katzman to write and direct. And Interesting. this is the first episode. This is obviously the first appearance of Priscilla Pointer as Rebecca Wentworth, a role she would play through season six. Um, I love Mommy Dear. She had also she had previously appeared in uh, the movies Carrie, correct? Honeysuckle Rose and Mommy Dearest alongside Steve Forrest. And most importantly, she was in A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, Dream Warriors. Right. But here's an interesting tidbit. Uh, she was in oh. the ABC Cold War drama Call to Glory with Keenan Wynn, who played huh. Digger Barnes. And they used to joke about that. And um, she, she, oh, uh, she's the mother of actress Amy Irving and one time mother in law of Steven Spielberg. And the man who played Herbert Wentworth, John Martin, appeared later in the series in episodes 253 and 254. So was she in in Carrie with her daughter then? Right? Because wasn't Amy Irving in Carrie? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And Pointer had never seen Dallas prior to joining its cast. He hadn't seen Dallas. Which is interesting. And um, this is the episode when Lee McCluskey, he became a future member of the Ewing family in this episode. And that is the trivia and background. All right. So then we open on the living room. Ah, pre-dinner cocktails. Yep. And JR wants Bobby to write Ewing 23 off, but Bobby knows that he, uh, but Bobby knows that he just wants to do that so Cliff won't get any money. Or he thinks that's the only reason. But JR is loving this because Bobby's in a little predicament, and any little predicament that Bobby is in just means JR could potentially wiggle his way back into right. power. Yep. Um, so 
the potential yield is 30 to 40 million on Ewing 23. Uh, and then um, they just keep arguing about it. And then Bobby's like, well, it would have been, fi- we could have just saved it if you would have just spent the 5 million. <laughs> and then JR's like, well, you don't give money to terrorists. <laughs> oh, he said that they're going to spend it in all the wrong places. And I feel like that's the equivalent of being like, I'm not going to give money to this homeless person because yeah. they're just going to spend it on booze. Like that's, the J- that's like the equivalent here. <laughs> like, At all. okay, JR, not a sound argument. <laughs> His arguments are the worst. But you look at him and he's, you're just like, sh- shut up. And, and Sue Ellen calls it extortion money. <laughs> right. Sue, you right. know what, Sue Ellen, just. Sh- just shut up and, and drink Bobby's your club like, soda. Bobby's like, somebody died. And JR's like, yeah, but you don't give money to terrorists. I'm like, oh, okay, JR. And then, Lu- and then Mitch is like, uh, he's like, does your family always talk about money? And Lisa's like, yeah, most of the time. He's so out of place. And then JR asks, Mitch is a ping, and it's like, oh, money. I feel like JR only does that, though, because he knows that he really doesn't want to talk about it. Like, it makes him uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, it makes him uncomfortable. And, like, JR knows that. So that's why. That's the only reason he's asking. And, and, it, and it will push Lucy's buttons, too. Because he right. loves yeah. to just needle her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which we will see later in the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And she, lo- and she loves to give it right back to him, too. Of course she does. She, yeah, she totally loves it. Um, yes. So they're arguing. And then Bell- Bell- Ellie breaks it up. By saying, let's go to dinner, which is our new addition to our drinking game. So drink. Drink. Chug, chug, chug. Drink, drink, drink. And then Ellie, as they're going into dinner, Ellie is loudly whispering to Jock um, that she wants him to talk to Mitch because Mitch looks uncomfortable. And Jock is like, what do I have to talk to Mitch about? And then she's like, well, he's trying to be a a parking attendant. and, and, he's, he's, literally, like, eh, all and right. he's literally three people behind them when they're talking. And like you said, he's and, and Jay, like, Jay, it's not and a fucking Jay, JR is chuckling. You can see JR chuckling in the background there as, the, as he hears it. <laughs> uh-huh. And I think that we should have, I know I don't know if this, this is a little tasteless, but I think we have to talk about it. Uh, the, uh, the Jock Wig sightings. On this one? Yeah, in I, that, I really that think that in... In that living room scene, he's wearing a wig. Let I think look. there and um, I, I think at the dinner. At spora- sporadic points during this episode, it looks like he's wearing a wig, but some of the right. outdoor scenes he still looks natural. Right, because I think they filmed the outdoor scenes at the beginning of when they were filming, and then they moved to L.A. and then do the indoor stuff. So that's later, months later. That, that, could, that could very well be. Yeah. Because so they, they do that split. Yep. So I really and think... And I'm always, I'm, I'm always curious as to when uh, we hit the episodes where they have are not filming outdoors in Texas. Yeah. Because it, it does become noticeable with the soundstage. Oh, and in, the, in the later seasons? The cars seasons? are driving up the driveway. Mm-hmm. No, no. In, oh, oh in, in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, not, we'll notice. Yeah. Yeah, because y- you sure. won't see the cars driving up the driveway. You'll just see them Mm-mm. rolling into the shot. Yep. 
Oh, and also Mr. Mac. Mi- mis- Mr. Mackey, Mr. Mac and Kay. Mr. Mackey, he calls and um, and he he's, he gives the information that he thinks not only is Pam's mom alive, but he thinks she's living in Houston. Okay. 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 Right. Okay, Mr. Mackey. Okay. Oh, sorry. She, she's, that's, that's the that's the, that's the middle it's, school. It's funny every of, time. Like, the late '90s coming out in me. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. You know, the way he says it, so it sounds, sounds like he's saying, I'm gay. Well, like he's yeah. saying he's gay. Because it's Mr. No. Mackey. Because it's Mr. Mackey. <laughs> okay, so then. Pam's going to be on the next plane, she says. Correct. Right. She. So she's. She's trying, she's packing and, and, and planning to leave. And Bobby is just trying to talk her out of it. Uh, up, in, they're up in their bedroom, by the way. And he, he says that she's all wound up, which is just like something shitty a guy would say to a woman, right? That's like saying someone's hysterical. Exactly. Or that's like saying, are you on your period? Yeah. Right, right. Don't Just fucking say that to me. Fuck oh, off, Bobby. Why, like, like, he can fuck off her? in this whole scene. That's Ugh. like when we went into Epcot Center once, and my sister was got in an argument with the guy at the check-in or the security person. And he's like, ma'am, you need to calm down. She says, don't tell me to calm down. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Right. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. And don't, don't, Bobby, don't say she's wound up. Like, she just found out her mom is alive. So he says that he wishes he could go with her if he could. And, and she's like, well, you can. You can come with. I can get an extra ticket. And he's like, well, I can't, though. I got to deal with the fire at the well. And I got to be here at work and this and that. Blah, and blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and Bobby, then he says, you know what Ewing oil means to me. And, like, as opposed to, like, her mother being alive. Or opposed to your wife in general. Your wife doesn't mean more than Ewing oil. Right. But, right. Bobby makes me mad. Bobby's an ass in this Ugh. episode. He is a total ass in this episode. And then he's just like, well, can you, you at least be back by Wednesday? Because we have Dave Culver's fundraiser. And you know how much that means to my family. And she's just like, right. I know how it means to your family. I wouldn't cool. want to disappoint cool. your right, family. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he just can't get his head out of his own ass in this episode. <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what he's being in it. this episode. 100%. Yes. Yeah. And then we get to Mitch and Lucy. Down to the living room, Lucy and Mitch are fussing over mm-hmm. her family's approval. He doesn't want her family's approval. Speaking of being an that. ass, Mitch is jumping on the yes. bandwagon. Mitch is like, hold my beer. <laughs> I'm like, no, fucker. What was the wine that Mitch and Bobby were drinking that night? Because we don't want to serve that. Uh, Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, so he keeps going on about uh, the family does not liking him and how different they are and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I just think that we should spend some time apart so we have anything in common. And then Lisa's like, okay, whatever. If you feel that way, bye. She's like, where is this coming from? She yeah. gets that pouty face like, okay, fine, bye, and shuts the door in his face. Well, yeah, he's being wanted. Guess, guess who's overhearing this whole thing in his bathrobe with his warm milk? <laughs> drinking his warm milk like that meme of Kermit drinking tea right on the other side of that door. <laughs> hey ho, Kermit the Frog here with J.R. Ewing. <laughs> hey, that's actually really good. <laughs> that was a good. That was good. Oh my god, the guest star. 
We have a guest guest host. We have a guest on this week. Kermit the Frog. Yes, yes, we do. We 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 we've put out the call to Charlene Tilton, but until she comes in, we've we've actually had Kermit the Frog come in tonight. Yeah, that's right. Hey ho, hey ho, Uh, Miss Piggy. (laughs) Jr. says that she's. She's a magnet for losers and failures, but she comes back with a zinger oh, no. and says... A, a pansy, a crook, and an up-and-coming pauper. I love that line. <laughs> oh, What's a pauper? I didn't write that one down. That's good. A pauper so is someone who's poor. Harsh. Poor. Oh, 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 oh so pauper. Harsh. I thought you said pauper, like pop rocks. Oh, no. P-A-U-P-E-R. Oh, yep. Yep. And then she says, well, she can't do worse than Suella did. Ooh, zing. <laughs> oh, zing. Oh, bow, bow. Oh, there needs to be a, a, a book of classic zingers from Dallas. Seriously. Over there there, should, there, there is should. some of someone, the most classic dialogue on that show. Someone do that and make money. Some of the best ones that are between Lucy and JR. That's true. It's very true. <laughs> so then Mr. Mackey. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Tells Pam uh, <laughs> about uh, how often Rebecca has changed her name. And he's basically explaining how good of a detective he is in this scene. Because she's like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> she's really hard to find because she's changed her name a million times. But I'm a great detective, so I figured it out. And right now, she was going by Rebecca Burke before she got married. Yes. Hmm. Which is was she changing her name because she got married a bunch or changing her name to be secretive? I think she was running away from Digger and trying to get away from Digger. So changing gotcha, her name gotcha, a bunch gotcha, of times gotcha. to do that. And I think we'll we'll pick up on that towards yeah. the end of the episode of what mm-hmm. okay. what yeah. happened. Um, mm-hmm. If this person really is her, let's just say at right. this point. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to go get a peek at the woman in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is that a little creepy, naughty. but okay. Yeah. I know. That <laughs> sounds dirty. Yeah. I need to wash now. <laughs> I feel like a voyeur. We're going to go yeah. get a peep, peek at that I'm woman. getting a peep. A Rebecca peep show. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> So Lucy's trying to call Mitch, but he's not taking her calls. What a dick. Because he's a fucking baby. Yeah, he's being a baby. Jock comes out with his huge belt buckle. Yes. The bigger, the better with a belt buckle. Yes. Size does matter. (laughs) (laughs) He's just advertising the goods. Yeah. Family jewels. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And Jock is basically like, you can do better. You don't need to sulk over this boy because you can do way better. And she's like, why? Because he's poor? And he's like, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and she's he's like, well, honest I don't and think I can. Honest and decent. And he, she says that he likes her not because she's a Ewing, because she doesn't think much of the rest of the Ewings. Right. And I think that's one of the really? reasons she actually really likes Mitch is because he definitely doesn't like her for her money. <laughs> Right. Right. Because money has been an ongoing issue between them. Yeah, just a little bit. You must have a fancy vagina. <sighs> then we got to Bobby meeting Jordan Lee for lunch. I'm not sure where they are. Are they at the Cattleman's Club? It was a nondescript, uh, mm-hmm. I yeah. would assume. But 
really he say. says he's had his hands full with the Ewing 23 fire. And Jordan goes, well, we've all had some, we've all had to deal with some losses lately. Another little dig at the Asian leases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Jordan's not there to rub salt in wounds. He's no, there to he's repair been a nice bridges. Guy. Yeah. I like Jordan, except for the creepiness at the... <laughs> Except for Jordan some occasional creepiness. Cool. Except, except he's a little creepy sometimes. Yes, that's, like, the, that's a the very ladies. accurate statement. <laughs> like yeah. he was with, like he was with Kristen Shepherd. It's so funny. Like, exactly. Like, if, he reminds me of like I don't know, just like typical Southern guy who's like, well, no, Jr. Blah blah blah, and then he's like doing all this like immoral shit over here, but deflect. Oh my God, please. Bobby uh, does not have, so Jordan wants to let him in on this deal, but he needs $12 million to get in on it. And, um, but only if JR is not in the picture, if he can guarantee right. that. And it's interesting to note that the, it would be a 10 to 1 return, which could put, give them a, what, about $100, $120 million re- return on the investment? Yeah. Yep. For, and their oil leases off the Gulf Coast. But Bobby's not mm. sure if he has the cash flow to do it, so he has to get back to him. Yeah, he's but he's kind of touched. Him- he's kind of touched that Jordan's offering it anyway because of just you know the whole bad blood between them. Right. But that's what's funny to me is after all that that happened, he's still willing to let Bobby in on it, but he still doesn't want Jr. in on it. I don't blame and him. Jr. wasn't involved in the other thing. <laughs> nope, I don't either. But I just thought it was funny. <laughs> The next, the next morning, Pam and uh, Mr. Mackey go to okay. this woman, okay. <laughs> okay. this woman's house, and Pam, they're waiting, and the woman comes out of the house, and Pam goes, "Oh my God, she's so old," and blah blah blah. She, she reminds me of that, like, little, what is it, a bird? Are you my mother? Are you my mother? <laughs> yeah, that, totally, totally, totally. Are totally. you my mother? <laughs> I remember that book. And I have two things to say about <laughs> two things to say. Yes. First thing is when she gets out of the car, it's creepy. <laughs> she has that weird look on her face, like in the later season, whenever she's. <laughs> okay. Spoiler on that. Number two, why the fuck does this detective slide across the seat and get out on her side yes. of the car? I did. It, things like that drive me fucking crazy. Right. It's like when people leave the door open and everybody comes in and nobody shuts it in the same because, because That drives me crazy. I think I'm the point so OCD. Is back then you could slide across the seat and get out on the other side. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but why do it? You're a grown-ass man. You're not a three-year-old climbing off the middle <laughs> thing you see. This isn't the Dukes of Hazzard. We're not going to climb it, out the windows, too. Was it dangerous to get out on the driver's side? That's different. I don't know. They have tight jeans on. <laughs> it just if you go back and watch it, he he slides across like he's just getting a big thrill out. I'm of it. totally gonna go watch rewatch it because I did not notice that. That's amazing. You have to, and then he's like, you, you can say it like he's Hang getting on. a Woody, okay? <laughs> yes, I said it. He's getting a cheap thrill in that big ass Lincoln yeah. Continental. Uh, that is. Maybe it's a vibrating yeah. seat, and he's getting a uh, really. <laughs> Oof. But Pam thinks that the maid is her mother. And he yeah, says, she no. assumes the maids are mom. Yeah. But you know what's interesting? He says, no, it's the other lady. And he, sa- he calls her Rebecca Barnes Wentworth, not Burke. Oh, he messed up. Yes. And uh, so come back from commercial. And the backstory, I guess, was that 
She put herself through secretarial school in Houston, worked her way up the brokerage, brokerage firm of Wentworth and, Putt and Pitts, and became an executive secretary to the head of that, Herbert Wentworth. And they ended up marrying, and they have a daughter named Catherine who lives in New York. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Mm, Pam seems a little... Pam seems very disturbed by this uh, fact that... She's overwhelmed. It's a lot of information. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's just like, I'm going to go back to my hotel room. Process. Yeah. And it's interesting because Mackie drives away in that, uh, that rust-colored car. And when we cut to the Cattleman's Club, there's a rust-colored car driving away as JR's car pulls in. And I'm thinking... <laughs> what an interesting transition between the scenes that it was like the same color as that. Mackie's car. <laughs> huh. Cool. Th that's the thing about watching it now when we're taking notes yeah. is I go through and look for details and things, just odd little, little things in the background. What about, is this the first time we've seen the outside of the Cattleman's Club? I, I when Jerry like pulls it to that way. I, I don't know, but I did notice. To my knowledge know. it is. But it might be because I definitely noticed the front of the Cattlemen's Club with the building behind it. I'm assuming it's not the Ewing Oil Building, but it looks a lot like the Ewing Oil Building right behind it. Right. I didn't right, notice yeah. it looking like the Ewing Oil Building, but I did notice the building. But it wasn't well, it wasn't the full building in frame either. So. Right, right, and I, I don't was, I don't know that it true. was. I, buildings are a little bit like cars to me, and then I kind of all think they look alike. So take that with a grain of salt from me. So. <laughs> right. But anyway, they're at the Cattlemen's Club, um, and the first group goes. The first group of guys goes by to the bar. I guess the the woman uh, who's the hostess. Her name is Claudine, the hostess. Oh. She's fingering Jr.'s hat. Oh God, she's <laughs> she's getting so turned on by that hat. She was. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, take it to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she might have. You don't know. She might have. She I like if the hat had batteries in it. <laughs> if it didn't before, it does now. <laughs> JR is going in for lunch, or is he going in for lunch by himself, or is he meeting somebody? Because we never found that out. We know. never find out. Yeah. He's want to get. But he runs into trouble. Jock, who's dining with Punk and Pat and Ray, Packers. who's in a suit. Pat Powers. Ray Krabs. Pat Powers. Ray, Ray Krabs in a suit. Man. Who's kind of like slouching in his seat a little bit and kind of looking bored out of his he mind. He shouldn't be. I'm sure he's bored, but they never give Ray enough credit. He has he has the brains to do stuff. It's just he didn't have the breeding that the Ewings did. Right. 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 That's true. Nor an interest. That's the only Or difference. just an interest in it. No. Yeah. Or right. interest. But he's, it's like he, they didn't give him enough credit because he knew what he was doing. Right. Oh, totally. He, he's spent yeah, yeah. too many. He spent all these years breathing cow manure and ho horses and out yeah, in but the also running and, the ranch. He's been running that ranch really since Jock. Fifteen. You know, mostly for Jock for years. So that's got to yeah. be no small task. No, a ranch that size, you need brains to run that. Totally. Otherwise, you're going to get. Uh, you're going to get ringworm and you're going to get all those diseases and your whole cattle is going to be wiped out. And it's just going to, it, it's right. going to be like the 
1930s all over again when they almost lost mm-hmm. the ranch. It's true. And they're talking about a deal, and uh, Jock jo- is basically in the middle of it saying he's not ready to commit himself. That's when and J- JR does in. take a dig, dig, at, dig at Ray being in the restaurant. Yeah, you can tell <laughs> JR is kind of taken aback by Ray being that, like, not knowing about the meeting. And then Ray being in the meeting and not him. He's kind of, he's taken aback and take offense, takes offense to it, I think. About Ray being there? Yeah, I think so. It, it, and I, I, think, I think JR, without his, oil comp- without his oil company and his power, he has a lot of time on his hands to stir up a lot of trouble for a lot of different people. Because he needs something mm-hmm. to right. occupy himself. Too much time on his hands. Too much time. How many times can he and Swellen take a nap during the day and swim in the pool? Right. Hey, right. the limit does not exist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> toss some mean girl shit in there. The limit does not exist. The, the limit, limit does, does not, not exist. I was like, what is that from? I know that. <laughs> mean girls. Let mean them girls. have their sexy time, okay? There isn't right. a whole lot with, of it. With their oil and stuff, gross. Oh. Um, <laughs> Damn, you went there, girl. J- J- well, no, J- it was from the last go- episode or two episodes ago where there was all I, the oil. I know. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, the oh, the oil, oil. I thought you were doing one of. I don't know why I thought that you would I do wasn't one of Josh's that- terrible analogies about the oil field. I'm sorry. Oh, no. They're not terrible. Oh, yes, they're not. very good. <laughs> they're very. They're very good. They're well thought out. Yes. Yes. Definitely. But I'm just. But um, JR is going on about Bobby just spend, spend, spend. Not a lot of money going around. Not dude, a lot coming a in. Billionaire, what the fuck do you care? Like, shut up. Like, you The Ewings will never have a want for anything. And he's like, really, shut up. Dude, shut up. Which shut is up. exactly what Jock pretty much says. Uh, the day that I can't put together $10 million is the day we close the doors. Right. And I was like, wow, that's, that's just, damn. that's a, that's a flex right there. That's a huge flex. <laughs> that's a, uh, well, whew. Jock cock. I'd also like to, I'd like to mention how much I like the, the oil Derek uh, centerpieces at the Cattleman's Yes, Club. I had a note about those. They. I really like them. If we ever, like, they, had the money to throw a Dallas party, I would put those as centerpieces because they're awesome. All right, so then we cut to Pam. With her cowboy paintings behind her on the hotel wall. And the ugliest, the ugliest bedspread I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> that is a 1980 Kmart. It's 1981, all right. <laughs> But th- those paintings are a little bit better than the uh, Jock and Miss Ellie painting of the new series. As I, or, yes. Or yes, the, the vagina painting at that one's. Oh, yeah. The vagina paintings from uh, <laughs> Garnaby. Garnaby. It was at Garnaby Gee's apartment? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the vajayjay art. <laughs> Honestly, I think Vajay I like Jay the vagina Jay. art better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If anyone, if anyone out there, if anyone out there wants to recreate all these paintings, uh, go through and just oh recreate them. We would love that. You just opened, a, you just opened Pandora's box. This is his vagina pictures. Oh my now. god, Josh! <laughs> do you realize what you've done? 
No, yeah. I'm also including these cowboy paintings too. Uh, any of the art that mm -hmm. we've seen in the series up till now, if you want to recreate and a it, replica of the jock. In a replica of the jock photo. <laughs> <portrait>. <laughs> yes, jock cop. If we can bottle the uh, the chest oil that they use. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So Pam was trying to decide whether to call her or not, just kind of sitting there, like looking at her number, and then she's just finally like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it." So she does. She calls, she calls Rebecca. I thought she had a script in her lap. <laughs> <laughs> she might have. Bullet points. Anyway, so she calls and Rebecca answers. She asks uh, if she if she knows the Ewings, and Pam and Rebecca's like, "Well, of course I know the Ewings, but and then, but she doesn't know Pam or claims she doesn't know Pam, but she'll meet with yeah. her tomorrow at five p.m." Yeah, and she really doesn't. I give her credit; like she doesn't have a lot of outward reaction to any of this at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, does the name Pamela Ewing mean anything to you? And she's like, no, not really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's pretty good Ewing at like, hiding it. But... Yeah, the Ewing, but yeah, not Pam Ewing. So yeah, she's, she's, she's a good actress. Total poker face. Yeah, good poker based face. Based on what we know, based on what we know, spoiler alert, later on, total poker face. Lady Gaga was singing about you, Rebecca. Poker face, yeah. Carry my, carry my poker face. So then Rebecca hangs up, and then is it Herbert? Herbert walks down the stairs. These gold railings on the staircase. It's a fancy house. I mean, that's a fancy house. Yes, and as we're going to see later by the pool and in the indoor pool in the back. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we, I feel like we get to see a little snippet of their, their relationship, of Rebecca and Herbert, and it seems like a really nice, loving relationship. I like it. All Herbert. Yeah. Herbert. He, so he, let me get this. He's going to Dallas, and she's going to meet him there tomorrow, and she can't bear to be apart from him, like, it's almost like they've never been apart before. I mean, it's 24 hours that he's going to be gone for. Right. Yeah. What? What? It does seem I mean, a little codependent. That's her husband. No, I mean, in real life. I know he's old, but I feel like I've seen him on something oh. else. Did you already say it? I know you already said it. Uh, yeah, let me go. Let me get this. Well, just keep going, and I'll, we can look, but I just want to. Okay. Keep going. So you look, you look, and I'll switch. Okay, so then we switch to... Um, Muriel and Lucy, they're walking on campus. Muriel is holding seven books plus her purse in her hands as they're walking. Lucy's holding four books in her arms as they're walking. And, and they're all which, like, and they're just, all Muriel's. With no bra. They're all Muriel's. Just get a book bag. Just what? Okay. Anyway, so then all Muriel the books is are Muriel's, and Lucy has no books. Lucy has no books. I know, but we don't know that at the and time. The whole time I was just looking at how many books she was hand carrying, and I was like, oh, my God. Um, but anyway, Muriel's just kind of like, you know, you shouldn't be chasing Mitch. Like, you guys are totally different. Mitch is basically better than you. Mitch is serious. You're not. You're kind of flighty. <laughs> it's like a series of, like, subtle digs that you can only do to, like, your best friend. And... um 
finally, like, the, the amount that, that Muriel's like, you, you shouldn't be chasing him at all, is, like, convincing Lucy even more that she should be chasing Mitch. So she finally just takes her four books, and she's like, carry your own books. And then now Muriel is carrying 11 books across campus. Right, and she said it's weird because she said... Um, Mitch is like still water, and that that and you and oil wouldn't even mix in a blender. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. <laughs> it w- wondered and said that Mitch had dumped her, and Lucy goes, "Nobody dumps me." Blah blah blah. Right, and it's basically like nobody tells me what to do. Don't tell. Don't say no to Lucy. All right, Lucy. Whatever I do, what I want. I'll do. What I want. And then we cut to Rebecca's as Pam arrives. And she's let in. We see this fancy-ass house with an indoor pool. And uh, Rebecca's just kind of like lounging on a pillar, a fancy pillar. And um, some, then Pam... What's that, the, huh? that green green thing she's wearing? The green... Like a peignoir or something? It? I don't know. A peignoir. Uh, a peignoir. Yeah. Peignoir she's, for she's, the boudoir. <laughs> She's looking very, the whole thing is just like, it just is dripping with money. Every single aspect of this is dripping with money. And then Pam, she makes, she's just like, I have planned this a million times. Like I've had this conversation in my mind so many times, but now I can't think what to say. Like, and then she makes a very like emotional, impassioned speech about how she like wondered what her mom smelled like and she even sometimes she's thought about her every single day of her life and kind of like even thinks that she might remember parts of her and just blah 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 and like she she's known that she was alive and blah 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 and it's it's really super emotional and then she just stops and she's just like I can't let you go any further because I've never had any other children and I've never had a different husband I'm not I'm not your mom and Pam's like, what? Why did she let her go on that far to begin with, if that's what she was going right. to say? Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Pam's just like, oh, okay, that sucks. Yeah, that, that was just, that That was not cool to let her ramble on like that and then say that. No, just, just no, that, nice. it was... No, it, it, it really you get, was not. It was, you, you do not get a gold star. You get a... a uh, 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 boo, boo. You get, naughty, you get all the booze. Bad. Booze. Yeah. Not the liquor either. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so then it comes to JR calling Baxter with a request. Baxter. <laughs> That's right. Baxter. Baxter, get over to the condo and bring the Ewing books. I want to go over the uh, cash flow. But don't mention this to Tom Selby or my little brother. Right. JR, JR's on to something. Keep it on he the wants. down low. So we cut to Ewing Oil, and Bobby wants more money from less. But he wants Bobby to slow down. The banks are getting nervous about all the loans because he's not bringing anything in. Right. He's just spending, 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 not bringing anything in. But then Bobby, Bobby kind of like does sweet convince talks him, him to go to the, yeah, convinces him to go to the committee and that's yeah. see what see what happens. I think it's because.
because Bobby, one, threatens to use his own money, which is in the bank, which is like how they're making money because their money, their own capital is in the bank. He, one threatens to do that. And then it was basically like, I went to bat with you guys when like when I switched my family's like company money that's been in this other bank for like five million years over to you. And then he's like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll go ask him. So that's that. Les leaves and then the phone rings. And it's Pam. Hello, Pam. This is Bob, Bobby uh, Ass 101. This is how to be an ass shit. 101. This is the worst Bobby scene I've ever seen. He just, like, Pam calls. She's I basically know. crying. She's like in tears saying, I need you. I need you. Can we go to lunch? Because I need to see you. I need to talk to you. Like, I need comfort from you. And he's like, Nah, I'm busy. Very dis, very dismissive. So dismissive. And I know you use this line for Jr. a lot, but can we use it for Bobby right now? Fuck you, Bobby. You- <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Bobby. <laughs> Fuck you, Bobby. Fuck you, Bobby. Oh. Because he's just like he's a re- he's just like yeah I I just really gotta go. I just really gotta go. And she's like, but I get, uh, it's really just, yeah, I got, uh, oh, who's that? I got, oh, someone's calling me. Bye. Just, ugh. Dick, dick, dick. And then Lucy is going on about her situation with Mitch to Ray. And. Which I still think it's weird. It's weird. I, I. I half expected her to say something like, of course, the network is ignoring this, but, well, when you were boning me in the barn. Uh, <laughs> Oops. She compares her, situa- her situation to Ray and Donna. And he says Which it's he not does the not same. appreciate. Yeah. yeah. And Ray says another, here's another reference to oil and water again. Yeah, another one. Being like oil and water, they d- they don't mix. Ray has been hanging out with Muriel, I think, because they both referenced <laughs> yeah. oil and water. Uh-huh. Oh, ew, never mind. That's gross. <laughs> mm. um, the Lucy basically. Ray and Muriel. Because <laughs> Ray says, like, well, maybe it's for the best, blah, blah, blah. And then she's just like, she calls says that he's a chicken. He's a chicken for not... Like, continues his relationship with Donna. And then she's just like, you know what? I'm not going to be a chicken. Like, uh, you botched up your life, and I'm not going to botch up mine like that. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe it's a lesser prairie chicken. The lesser prairie chicken. (laughs) The rare. Pam goes, uh, wonders if um, Mackie made a mistake and... He's so sure of himself, he said, oh, I couldn't have made a mistake, but but I'll go back and look it over anyway, just to see what, what figure out what happened here. He's doubling down. He's like, I don't think, I, I don't make those types of mistakes, but for your sake, I'll double check. Then we cut to our first real big, it almost felt like an oil baron's ball type of a thing. Yeah. With the way they were all dressed yeah. up and coming in and. 
and you have them, you know, Jock, Jock walks in, he goes, yeah, bring me a bourbon boy, you hear? <laughs> and Sue Ellen's necklace. Gosh. Sue Ellen is full of piss and vinegar in this scene. She is just not happy to be there. <laughs> and I, I couldn't figure out why for a minute. I couldn't figure out why until I realized, like, it's a cliff thing. And that's why she's being pissy. But she's just like, why are we here? Like, he is the most liberal so of the politician. The most liberal politician that the state of Texas allows. And we don't usually fall in with those people. I'm like, ugh, Sue Ellen, you know stop being funny, such a snob. Sue Ellen, stop being a snob. He will, uh, you know, that liberal mindset will benefit you more than you think. Uh, yeah. Did you notice when everyone greeted uh, Dave and Donna that Cliff was there and they, they all ignored him and then he walked past Pam <laughs> like he didn't see her? <laughs> Poor Pam. Yeah. Awkward. But JR reminds Sue Ellen that, that Ewing money always follows the direction of power. Right. <clears throat> Which is true. Bring me a bourbon there, you would you, boy? <laughs> And then Pam literally turns around and runs right smack into Rebecca and her husband, Herbert. And that's a little awkward. Mm. I know. Isn't that weird? And Donna's hair is doing something crazy. It is. It's a little weird. Yeah. She looks like she's a debutante ball. Pam was going to tell Cliff what she found out, but then Dave Culver pulls pulls him away to go to the dais, which uh, I've whatever that means that probably the stage like, oh, I just couldn't say stage isn't it usually pronounced die am I cra- am I taking crazy what? pills or is it usually die uh, I think maybe I don't know I don't I, know, I don't know. Well, yeah. it just yeah don't it's but they said dais all right why is Pam not as fancy? Uh, what was what was interesting though was yeah, that's um, a good question why is Pam not as fancy? Pam points out Cliff to Rebecca. And this time we get a reaction. She can't help but make a reaction when she sees Cliff. She looks at Pam and then she looks over at Cliff and she's just like, oof. And then she and Herbert disappears while Cliff is introducing Dave Culver. Mm-hmm. Yep, dun, she, dun, dun. she's like... Because Pam looks back and she sees she sees Rebecca looking at Cliff and she's just like emotional reaction and she then she looks back and there is a Rebecca shaped hole in the door and they are gone <laughs> and a Herbert shaped hole too because he gone too yes yeah <laughs> it's Kool Aid time and then we cut to Bobby I wonder swimming what some she laps used to get out of there. I, she what, she probably what? said she had some poops or something, and they got out of there. Bye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye poopies. It's a, it's a, it's an emergency. I gotta go. When you gotta go, you <laughs> so, gotta go. Right. <laughs> so then God. they get to Bobby swimming laps, and uh, and then they have some lovely early '80s primetime TV soft rock music with horns. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's so good. And a depressed Lucy comes out to sit by the pool. Yeah. Ah, uh, 80s soft rock. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I run, I run so far away. 
dun, dun, dun. And then she's basically like asking for advice, and Bobby's like, you need to stop asking for advice. And she's like, I'm not asking for advice. He's like, yeah, but you are. You're asking for advice, and you know what you want to do, and you, you ask for advice, and then you get mad at people when they Which don't say what you. you want to hear. So just stop asking and do what you're going to do, because you're an adult. Just do it. And she really likes to hear well, that. What do you think I should do, Bobby? What do you think I should do, Bobby? Right. <laughs> and he says, uh, you know, and do what you want to do. Like right now, I feel like <laughs> I want to throw you in the pool. I want to strangle you. And he throws her in the pool, <laughs> which, con- which, which proves that the scene in Return to South Fork was wrong when they said that Lucy never got thrown in the pool. Because uh-huh. Bobby just threw oh. her in the pool in this episode. Oh, he did. Yeah. That's very true. Though she was, I think, already in a swimsuit, wasn't she? Doesn't matter. He's, she, he still matter. threw her in. She did. That's true. That's I'm going to have to call you out on that, Miss Charlene Tilton. That's right. Um, whom, I, whom I'm waiting to hear back from. I messaged her. I'm waiting to hear back. Awesome. She does take a little bit of time. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, JR looks at the books and sees that Bobby has tied up all of their cash uh, that they would need to maneuver in. Which maneuver sounds like some dirty playing. And he's very pleased when he one thinks about what Jock is going to do when he comes looking for that $10 million. Yeah, he's a little proud of himself. <laughs> Give that little JR so smirk. Mean. Yeah. And then Jordan Lee gives Bobby 24 cock. hours to get back to him about the deal. He's like, 24 hours or you're out. Don't give me that crap. <laughs> That's that. 24 hours. So then we cut to Mitch and Lucy, and they're apologizing to each other. Ugh. And Mitch is annoying the shit out of me in this scene. He's annoying in all these God. So just discussing, yeah, they're just like discussing their problems and differences, and Mitch is like, we're just so different. It's just like you're rich, and I don't like that because it makes me feel insecure. Who cares? Come on. And then... Lucy's basically like, reversal we here. Have, we have so much in common because we both hate my family. So it's fine. Like, it really is fine. <laughs> and then we have a role reversal here. She proposes to him. She does. And he, but, so and then Lucy he says, has, yes, Lucy but, has the penis right now. But he <laughs> Lucy's only, wearing the pants. He's a little like taken aback by that, but the she gets him to say yes by calling, basically calling him out and calling him a chicken. She's just basically like, "You're too chicken to marry me." And she's he's calling just, everybody like, chicken tonight. She is. She is. And he's like, like he, she's like daring him, and then he can't turn down the dare. She's like triple dog daring him to marry her, and he 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 won't back down up out of that. So I and you know what happens married? when you triple dog dare somebody. You fuck, can't back fuck, out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> uh, so oh. then Pam, we got to Pam leaving work with the gals, and then Rebecca's the there from the store during the lunch hour. And Rebecca's like, "Hey, can I talk to you?" And Pam's like, "Oh, yeah." Totally. And they go to Thanksgiving Square. Oh, they do? I didn't even notice. Dang it. Everything important happens in Thanksgiving Square. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Rebecca takes Pam aside, and she's basically like, 
she just admits everything. She's just like, I have it. I, I made this new life for myself and I, I put like thick walls up and I never looked back because I, I was just taking a chance of being happy. And then I, then you called me and I cracked a little bit. And then I saw you and I cracked a little bit more, but when I saw you and Cliff together, like it cracked completely. And I, I just like, like I, I have to, I had to talk to you and tell you that. And then she, um, basically said that she was just running after she divorced Digger and I was worried that he was going to find her. And then she's basically insinuates that Pam can't, after this, they can't really see, like, she is her mother, but they can't see each other after this because her husband does not know. And he's not well, and it would probably and kill him. And he's not well. Yeah, yeah, she's worried that it might kill him. Uh-oh. This, I, I got kind of mad at Rebecca for this. I was I, like, I really? Know. Really? You birthed yeah. these children. You, you pushed them out. You had them inside you for nine months, and you're like, oh, but this might kill my husband. Are you fucking kidding me? You abandoned them once. One of them right. tracked you down because she wanted to know about her past, and you're like, mm, not today, sorry, I mean, come on. Right. Right. And that's the thing. How many right. times did we hear about, have we heard about deadbeat dads? And especially like seeing Amos Krebs, okay? Uh-huh. And that, to see like a mom who did that back then, it was just unheard of. Right. Yeah. Right. And she, she talks Damn. about losing one family and then uh, mm-hmm. having to lose a second family. So you're running from Digger, but you're going to leave your kids there? That's why she never right. divorced him, she says. Because she didn't want but him to you- find her. <laughs> That's Why didn't she just take the kids? That's what I don't understand. That you don't know what he's going to do. Jesus. Right. Right. I think I she just wanted a better life. She made some questionable kids. decisions. Right. Right. Yeah, probably. Uh, and, She's probably really let, young let, and is too much. And, and hindsight is always twenty twenty because That's true. We can look back. But this this was 19, what, 50? 50. Yeah, 1950, two, I think. Uh, right, right oh, after, right left, after the yeah. election. Right. So. Right. It was a different time, and people had different. Women were yeah. obviously in a different position than they are in now, so they were. More, I mean, that's true. If it's as, if you it was, can pass yourself off as single, you have a better chance of bettering your life than being a single mom back then, because then you would have been. Branded as like a right. whore because, or whatever, yeah. you know. Oh, she's a divorcee. Right. She would have right. very that, much been that, looked down that, on. That was, so I guess we should not judge from 2021. Yeah. That was taboo back then, the whole divorce thing. I mean, even in 1976, 77, when my, my parents divorced and I was in kindergarten, I... It was odd that your parents were divorced. You felt weird. There was like some stigma. Now you're weird if huh. your parents are still together. No offense to those parents who are still together, but um, <laughs> it's just it's just the way things were versus. When I was are, in elementary school, like everybody's kids, everybody's parents were divorced. It was it was an yeah, 80s that was thing, whenever I all guess. My but which is fine. I mean, if it's not working mm-hmm. out as best, it's best. But I I still think mommy, she mom, even mommy if her husband and, is sick. Mommy and daddy don't know best. I feel like she probably could have trusted her husband and told him the whole situation. He probably would have understood, but she doesn't want to risk it. 
And so she's like, we have to keep this on the down low and I don't think I can see you. And, and, and Pam's kind of heartbroken. And then she goes and tells Cliff that the lady in Houston was just a lady in Houston and that it never panned out. And the episode yep. ends. And now she's holding... Freeze frame Pam. <laughs> With her bad hair. She's holding all of... She had told Bobby that it wasn't her mother. She's telling Cliff that that's not her mother. So she's carrying this burden with herself. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have done that. Yep. So she really... She She knows the truth, but she can't tell anybody the truth. Yep. So it's... It's, yeah, that's got to be a hard place to be. Emotionally and mentally. I mean, she could tell Bobby Just the tip of the iceberg so. for the memory <laughs> on her. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait till those episodes. So I, I give this episode 3.65 bourbons and a secret family. I give it a 3.75 and a soon-to-be Ewing wedding. I also go a 3.75 and a nice little oil derrick in the middle of the table Ooh, from the Cattlemen's Club. I gave it a 3.75 as well, but as somebody who's not a doctor, I would like to prescribe one set of balls to Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, he needs them. Oh, he needs them. God. <laughs> like, dude, stop. 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 Yeah. Stop. It's getting old, Mitch. Lucy Lucy is the one with the balls here because she's the one that proposed. Well, and she's not all she's not constantly trying to prove herself the bigger deal. Because I mean anybody can propose. Who gives a shit? But he's he's the one that's But this was back in a time when it yeah, whatever. I'm sure it's just been the other way. But yeah, he's he's just pulled this like weird pride and just it just he's always feeling insecure. It's like, Mitch, she likes you for you. She's not after your doctor status, whatever. Like, she's a rich girl. She's like, hey, I like this guy. Dude, go with and it. And she's willing to Pull your head out of your anatomy. Go with it. Pull your like, head out of your anatomy book. If you're worried about that shit, like, get a prenup. Keep your finances separate. But, dude, just go with it. Right. Like, what the fuck? Right. She's willing to give it all exactly. up. That hope. Like, he doesn't see that. She's willing to walk away and go wherever he needs to go. She tried to cook him dinner and burn the beef stroganoff. Thank you for joining us on the Ewing Barbecue. Please join us on uh, our socials on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook. And please check out our Patreon. (laughs) What's that other one? Patreon.com slash Ewing BBQ. There are three tiers. And we are going to be reading the uh, Leah Raintree book, Dallas, from 1980 soon. So that if you haven't read it yet or whatever, please, that will be a good way to do that. Um, and if you are anywhere near Ooh, Chicago, join us November 19th through 21st in Chicago. Uh, email us. And I think that's it. Oh, I want to give a, a I want to give a last minute. Uh, I didn't mention a birthday earlier. Uh, our own Josh Henderson turns forty on October twenty fifth. Ooh, the big oh. the big four zero. Oh. So Melanie's got a, a big birthday out. present for. Him. <laughs> 
Hey, from your lips to God's ears, girl. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's like that's sexual harassment. I apologize. Nay, not on the not on the podcast. He's not here. He's not here. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Y'all come back now, you hear? Okay. Okay. Next on Dallas. Do you have an admirer? The new publisher of Dallas Life magazine? I've been watching the session. Let's hope that this is the beginning of a long and interesting relationship. You gave me the power to run that company and I intend to run it. Nobody gave you power. Real power is something you take. All you care about is your business. Did it ever occur to you that I might need a little support from you now and then? I've closed this restaurant for two hours, which means I've only got two hours to get you as interested in me as I am in you. <laughs>